0: right uh welcome everybody to the snaz B show i am super excited today because i have chloe with me and she is such an incredible inspiring woman in this space especially and um i just want to welcome her and make her feel uh all the love and all the support that i have straight back to her so thank you chloe for being here
1: thank you snaz for having me
0: all right i want to start with just like i want you to just start with telling us a a quick version of your story and then I really want to dive into that a little bit deeper and, and I know that you're you're an online fitness coach you're a health coach you're a life coach essentially at this point um, but
1: tell us a little bit more about you. Um, So I for the majority of my adult life was a professional backup dancer based out of Los Angeles. Um, I started doing that when I was 20 and um. <laughs> to make a long story short, COVID shut down the entire entertainment industry. And I was faced with like, well, what do I do now to make money? And I had just had a baby. So I had my son January of 2020. So when COVID hit, he was like nine weeks old, I think. Um, So I spent like nine, 10 months asking God and the universe and whatever to send me some kind of something to do from home. And I started, uh, something fell on my lap while I was on Facebook and it was a direct sales opportunity to sell skincare and makeup. So I slowly started like taking care of myself again, because I was in heavy postpartum depression for a long time, helping women glow up through skincare and makeup. And then a year and a half into that, something else fell on my lap. And that was Wes Watson. And he inspired me to start helping women on a much bigger level. And here I am now with an online coaching business, like you mentioned before. I love
0: it. Wow. So diving a little bit deeper into, I guess, your your dancing. How
1: long did you do that for? I did that professionally for 18 years, but I started dancing when I was nine. So that's like 32 years. Wow. And that's not an easy industry. No, it's not. I feel like there is no easy industry, you know, like every industry has its, has its, uh, I don't know, hard about it, but yeah, it, it is um, very unstable
0: for sure. So I guess transitioning into, you know, more of the fitness space, it's a very different world. Um, so it's amazing that you're in it because I think that the fitness space needs more women like you as well. But mm-hmm. you said you said postpartum depression. Um, tell us more about that.
1: Um yeah. So I never been depressed in my life, never been anxious. I, I've had a very good, easy, happy life. And um, when I had my son, three days after I had him, it was like this cloud just took over my body. And I, my heart rate would just like speed up. I was constantly worried, not about my baby, but like about my life, about the decision to have a baby. Um, I I like doubted that I had made the right decision. Um, I was constantly mourning my old life. Like I just wanted my old life back. I wanted my freedom back, my space back, my time with my husband back. And uh, I was just, I mean, it became unbearable to confront every day because I hated the reality I was living. So I just constantly was thinking of like what the most painless way would be to take myself out. And I think what kept me from doing it was just the fear of like the pain involved, to be honest. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So what got you out of it? one step in front of the other every day um you know covid we were we were on lockdown so even like going to a doctor if the, i i that's not my way of like dealing with things but that wasn't really an option um all i could do was just keep going i kept kept waking up kept taking care of my son i have an amazing supportive husband who would take me on walks um so I just stayed like in action I continued to work out like from the garage just I was so weak but I was like I know this is good for me and so uh eventually my mind caught up to my actions my body yeah so I mean like that's a that's a big deal I mean
0: postpartum depression is huge for most majority of women right Um, I'd love to just jump straight to some advice that you would give women who have just had a baby, knowing that, you know, they are about to completely change their life. What would you say to them?
1: I would say, A, I would, if you're pregnant, take care of your body. Like don't just think because you're pregnant that you can eat whatever you want, that you're answering your baby's cravings. It's so important to keep a healthy gut and a healthy liver and healthy hormone system while you're pregnant. And I didn't do that. Uh, I ate M&Ms and Coke on a regular basis and pizza and whatever. So that would be advice number one. Number two, if you've already missed that part and you just had a baby, just remember like, or you're about to have a baby, social media and TV and movies is like a massive lie. So please don't expect your life to look or feel like that. Um, And it is okay if it doesn't. It is okay if you don't fall in love with your baby right away. There's no connection right away. It's okay if you mourn your old life. All of it is okay. But it is important to keep moving and talk to people. Like, talk to someone and say, hey, I literally think about killing myself. Don't be embarrassed. Don't keep that inside. And find your support system. Like I always say, you got to look at people and be like, I'm not okay. And I need you right now to support me like emotionally and mentally. Yeah. And if you can't handle that, don't be around me because I cannot manage my own emotions, much less yours.
0: And that's hard because you kind of need a strong presence, right? You need a pretty damn strong presence to be able
1: to handle that. Yes, you do.
0: And, and, and this is the thing, like so many people end up, I guess, ruining relationships because of that.
1: Yeah. When they,
0: they could just, and their relationships start to suffer. So this is why it's important sometimes to not necessarily look directly to your partner for that, but maybe an outside source.
1: Yeah. But it's also important for the partner because, you know, there's no education around it. I mean, we barely even know our, our cycle, much less what is happening when you have a baby, but women need to know. So, and then men also need to be more aware. Like when your, um, wife or partner or whatever is going through postpartum depression, and she tells you that's how she feels. Don't take it personal. Don't take her actions personal. Just know it's a momentary thing. And she needs you to be strong above all else right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I think that that's great advice. Um, and like hearing that you've experienced it and it sounds like you've had a, an amazing turnaround, which is awesome. Um, I love that you continue to work out and continue to take care of body because um, that's a huge one. And especially at a time where all gyms were closed. So you had to really do what you could do. Yes. That's huge. Now, one part that you haven't mentioned is uh, Hashimoto's. I know that you've gone through that. So
1: let's talk about that. That's a huge component to health, right? I mean, it's an interesting thing where a lot of postpartum women get Hashimoto's. Um, They don't really know if that's like the onset of it or what really truly sparks it. But um, again taking care of your gut health while you're pregnant, before you're pregnant um, in postpartum. Because what happens is people are like, oh, you just had a baby. It's okay. Here's a glass of wine. Oh, it's okay. You're you're stressed out, mom. Like here's all the pizza. And you have to be like, no, and stay focused on taking care of yourself. So even though I stayed working out, I still found comfort in food and drinking in postpartum. Um, and that led to my body just being in a, in a massive inflamed state. And I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's 10 months after having my son, which is an autoimmune disease.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. For those of you who don't understand it, can you help people
1: understand what Hashimoto's is? It is an autoimmune disease where, so there are these antibodies that everybody has in their body. Um, and when you have Hashimoto's, you have way too many of these antibodies, Uh, so like a regular number, a normal number is like 30 or below. I was at 400. So these antibodies start attacking your thyroid. Anytime there's like an immune response in the body, which PS, if you eat gluten, it's causing like an immune response because gluten is an inflammatory food. Now those antibodies can't really decipher between the gluten and the thyroid because the they're kind of made up the same way i won't get too technical so they just start attacking and the next thing you know your thyroid stops working properly you have a hard time losing weight um you have brain fog joint pain you're constantly tired you can't sleep it's like horrible okay so what helps you come out of that you reversed it right I did reverse it with the help of Rachel Shear. So Rachel Shear saved my life. She's a functional nutritionist. Um, I had been on a path of trying to find an answer for a long time. Um, I tried being vegan and, you know, there's all kinds of information out there. Like, don't eat broccoli. And you're like, (laughs) okay, I'll try that, you know, don't eat meat. Okay. Um, So finally, I was at an event with uh, Bedros, who is another business coach of mine. And she's walking around with this like cute body and this butt. And I was like, God, I just want that butt. Like how, what do you do? And she's like, well, I'm not a fitness trainer, but I'm a functional nutritionist. And she asked me, she's like, has anybody looked at your stool? I was like, no. And that's when she explained to me that autoimmune diseases are rooted in the gut. Like that's where it starts. So long story short, I Hired her as my functional nutritionist. And within like a couple weeks, I started feeling better. And within five months, I had lost 25 pounds. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Just That's- through eating like proper nutrition and uh, muscle uh, weight training. Because yeah. before that, I was doing more like beach body stuff, like HIIT workouts. And I didn't understand actually the importance of building muscle for women.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and most women get a little bit scared by that. Right. And they're intimidated. True. You know, they think they're going to bulk up, um, which probably doesn't, you know, doesn't help the case. I mean, I'm not exactly a uh, trim female, but um, I've worked (laughs) out my entire life. But who wouldn't want those arms? Like, that's my question. (laughs) <laughs> Who does not well, so, I mean, my, my, my entire body comes from just my background of being a professional athlete. So it's like, uh, it, you know, my upbringing was completely different to what, you know, someone that just started their fitness journey. So true. This is why, you know, it's what I love about every single woman is that they've got their own story, their own journey. And it's amazing to look at any woman out there and just be inspired by whatever they have. Right. So You know, I can be inspired by Rachel, I can be inspired by you um, and other people can be inspired by me, but you can try and take pieces and then kind of formulate how you want to be, you know? So it's really cool that you've done that and you've, you know, reversing the hash motors is massive, you know? And I have a lot of people that I've worked with, which, you know, they understand what bothers them, but they keep going to it. And it's like, you know, that this is just going to make your life hell, but hey, let's just sabotage. So, you know, coming into that, we're going to talk a little bit more about like the ma- ma- like the mentality behind it. Cause you would have had to say no to a lot of foods that taste so do-
1: damn good, right? You're just like any other human. How do you combat that? Yeah. Like my sole purpose became killing this disease. Like I will annihilate you, Hashimoto's. You will not win. And I wanted my you know you've been in an, uh, an athlete your whole life I wanted my athletic dancer body back that was what I felt happy and in, comfortable in. <laughs> Um, so I just made that my goal and my purpose and I was going to let nothing get in the way of that
0: yeah and th- and that's where there's a difference I guess between someone that wants something and someone that looks at it as if it's a purpose for them right Yes. What would you, what would you be your advice for someone that like has, I guess, the weakness, like the emotional eating or like the, they're sensitive to foods that taste so damn good.
1: Well, here's the thing. I, you just have to decide, right. That you're a decide you're going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do whatever it takes to heal because it's not just about getting like a more fit body you have to heal your body and really the only things that stand in your way like those thoughts you said about like i have a weakness to this food or what was the other thing you said uh there's some more of a, a weak mindset
0: towards it or maybe they're sensitive to because you know they 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 like the taste too much
1: yeah well that's them. just a story you're telling yourself yeah oh, I'm sensitive to this or, oh, you know, I like that food too much. Are you kidding me? I need you to know that I cried on the floor of my parents' kitchen because everyone was eating pizza and I couldn't have it. And I was on the floor crying just to let that emotion out, right? Like it's not easy, but all those limiting beliefs you are agreeing with. Mm. They don't have to be real. You're making them real by saying, Oh, well, I'm just like, not as strong as Claude, or I am weaker around food, you know, or my whole life I've been my whole life. I could eat graham crackers and vanilla frosting for a snack and not gain a pound. Like, food was my thing, pasta, wine, pizza, and I was this big. Mm. So remembering that like it's not just hard for you don't feel sorry for yourself just get the damn thing done yeah
0: yeah and I mean you've got you definitely do have a strong mindset and you you're disciplined in in how you how you kind of think and you surely get this
1: question how do you stay so disciplined right yeah and I'm always like, I get, I don't know, like I think my dance background for sure has something to do with it. Um, I expect to win always. I've always been like that. I expect to be the best at whatever I put, I whatever I do, I'm going to be the best. And if, even if that's healing Hashimoto's, I'm going to be the best at that. Um, and I stay disciplined because my whys are so strong I, I need and want to be my best self for my husband for my son and now for all these women who are on my program yeah
0: that's amazing and, and speaking of your program you know you do this is what you do for women and yeah. you, you know they you help people, women I guess I guess reclaim their life back right yeah yes So uh, tell us a little bit more about your program and and what you offer and what you do.
1: So my approach is very much functional. It's very much more about healing the body. You know, my clients come to me, they haven't necessarily been athletes their whole lives. They're moms of one, two, three kids whose bodies have just completely, uh, you know, changed and they have no control over it. So my main goal is let's heal your body. And how do we start doing that? We remove all the foods that are inflaming your body and um, gluten, dairy, sugar, and alcohol. Got to get it out of the system. Uh, It's messing up your gut. It's messing up your hormones, therefore making it much harder to even build muscle and lose fat. Um, And then I teach my women now about weight training because weight training also saved my life. So I basically teach them what saved me.
0: Nice. That's amazing. Yeah. That's super cool. Um, And I mean, you've got, so you've got like such a, a great concept that you've created um, and you've kind of taken pieces of, of, it sounds like from a bunch of different people Uh, What do you feel like you can, I guess, what's your, what's your values that you now hold that, I guess, create the boundaries that you hold? Like, you know, everyone's got their values specific to them, their core values. What would be yours?
1: That's a really good question. And it's so funny you bring that up because a couple of other podcasts, you know, they, they, they have like their core values up on their wall. And I think I'm still trying to cultivate mine of like, you know, I've always just been this way. So I've never had to look at how am I this way or why am I this way? Mm -hmm. And I think um, as I go, I'm developing these. I know for sure one of them is I, I always find a way to win. No excuses. And
0: yeah. That's amazing. It's core values are a hard one. Like a lot of people don't yeah. have. They're a hard one. Um, what I found is like I I I can kind of look at about a two hundred list of core values and I'll narrow it down to fifteen. And out of that fifteen, I'll pick the top five. Um, that's that's kind of how I've always done it with with core values. Um, the way that I see my values is all about what I show up as every single day. Um, one of them being integrity. I always try to do the right thing. Uh, fitness is huge, obviously. Um, I am all about honesty. Um, I'm all about truth. And um, I have a level of intensity that I like to uphold. So that's kind of what I deliver myself as I try to be um, alongside all of those core values. But um, over time, you know, we we're, they'll shape and shift slightly different. But um, I, I love that you're kind of sh- figuring out this because this is seems like you're really kind of coming to your true self right you were you were kind of like this other self but now you're this self
1: yeah it's
0: very different um and i think it's great that you have this uh so many different outlooks because women in the fitness space especially they try to just make more women skinny i guess right? They just try to make them feel trim. And, you know, and I would love to know your take on just like more so women in this, in this space, because you know, they, they, they're very validating, right? And it's okay that you don't eat that, or it's okay that you had that um, just, you know, don't eat for the next week or something like that. You'll hear them kind of like put people, put other women on fad diets, on these crazy diets that end up causing way more pain and harm to their bodies. Um, and so now that you've been in this space for a while, what do you find with other, I guess, um, doesn't have to necessarily be trainers, but other fitness, um, people that are, or experts as they call themselves, what do you think of them?
1: (laughs) Well, I don't really think that much of them. This has always been me too. Like I'll, I'll be in a space, even in the dance space. I, I never like really just give into the drama. I, I do my own thing. This is what works for me. And I do it, um, So, I, you know, there are people who I look up to and learn from all the time, such as yourself. And you and I are very different. Our approaches are very different. I think as long as you come from integrity and your biggest thing is to help the person, not just be skinny or this or that, but really help them get the results that you know made you your best self. Like, I can't say, oh, it's okay that you had a glass of wine, or yeah, sure, you can have it once a week because I know that that's going to hold you back. I know you're going to waste your money with me if I allow you to do that. Yeah. And I'd rather not make money than be a big old fake and like, you know, make you feel good and comfortable. Nothing good happens in comfort. Okay. Like you don't get your splits from comfortably, you know, stretching inch by inch. Fuck no. Getting your splits is painful.
0: This is true. This is very true. (laughs) So,
1: so tell me what it's like to be in this
0: space now. Like, tell me what it's like to be. um, I guess you're you're essentially a fitness influencer, or you're kind of in that in that kind of realm. People may see you as that, and you're very straightforward, very honest, and, and straight to the point. How is that for you?
1: Well, I love it. Nothing has ever felt like so right in my life. Not even being a dancer for 18 years. Uh, this is just, it it fills me up. And it does come with a lot of hate. And I'm so willing to accept and confront that and have that as long as I keep helping people. And it's it's really... I feel is it's my true purpose. Like I thought, Snez, I was going to be selling makeup and skincare for the rest of my life. And I liked it, but there was a piece of me always that was like, I have figured out all this stuff, how to lose weight, how to be healthy. And I'm not sharing that with anyone. So, yeah. And that's where
0: where we don't realize, like even uh, I guess a, a big component for me would be how I got so strong. And that's a big thing that I try and help people to develop is their strength. Um, And through strength, you see confidence, right? Um, But like what I like about you and you kind of mentioned that you do get a lot of hate. And I think it's just because people can't handle the truth, right? We live in a very sensitive world. And especially in 2022, it's probably the most sensitive year there is. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's almost like we need to encourage people to take the hits, right? And they're not necessarily like hits to hurt, but hits to help. And yeah. these hits are really just like you kind of going, Hey, like I have been where you you're at. I understand what you feel. I, and I'm here to help you come out of it, but you have to be willing to take my criticism. Let's call it that take my feedback and put action to it. So you're all execution-based. Now, when you get these people that kind of come at you with their hate, what is your strategy how do you handle that like how do you I guess that's
1: that's a pretty substantial adversity that you have to face I really give it no power right no energy and it's interesting people will get mad at that too how are you answering all the positive comments but none of the negative ones well I don't want to spend any time answering the negative ones the only time I'll spend energy is when somebody is really, really mean, like a bully. And they think I can get away with this because I'm hiding behind my phone. Nobody will see. And I'm like, no, this is not okay. And then I blast them in my stories.
0: And <laughs> you do that with a smile. I love it.
1: Yes. Yeah. I, I have like a very strong knowingness in the fact that if you're not getting hate, you're, you're not really truly being yourself like the truth and honesty and you really being bold in, in showing up like that is always going to attract hate. So I use it as like, cool, I'm on the right path.
0: Yes. Yeah, you are.
1: Because I mean, otherwise you're just a people pleaser, right? Yep, exactly. On a good way
0: to live. Um, I, you know, I love that you have shared all of this so far. I just want to give you a little bit more freedom to say anything else that you want to kind of share on these, any of these topics or any other topics that you feel like would be great for people to listen to.
1: Um, Ooh, Snez, opening it up. Um, <laughs> well, just like, I would love, love, love for women to be more aware of like their own their own bodies you know it my whole life I was very masculine um Mm -hmm. I wanted to like like be a dude really not like in the sense of um like an identity I just felt like I had very masculine energy I I like a guys girl and always wanted to do what the guys did even up until a few months ago where I was like okay Wes he like, doesn't really need that much sleep. He gets up at two 45. So fuck, I'm going to do that too. not get up that early, Mm -mm. (laughs) but like trying to function off of five hours of sleep, five or six. And, um, I'm slowly, slowly, like the more that I'm learning, I'm, I'm certified in functional nutrition now. And it's like, Oh wait, women are, we are different. We do need more sleep. We do need a little bit more care. Like we can't just go around acting like men. And that was devastating to me, Snez. I was like, but I am as strong as a man. In some areas, we are, yeah. but other areas, we have to take a little bit more care of. So really,, um, you know, getting to know your cycle and what that means, like what's happening in your body each week of the cycle, um, just just so you know. Yeah. Or, you know,
0: just one one thing that I would love to touch on. And um, I, I heard this because this is a, this is a huge component to, to, I guess that, that thing, you know, like when we're speaking about cycles, there are so many women that think it's normal to have insane cramps because that's just what they've dealt with their whole life. Um, or they bloat like crazy because that's what they've dealt with their whole life. And, you know, they're just super heavy. That's what they've dealt with their whole life. So that's their normal, and I would love your approach on this because this is something that I'm a little passionate about because I get so mad when someone comes in and's like, "I can't work out hard today, I've just started my period." And I'm like, "I want to slap you. What do you mean I'm like yeah. it's not that's not. That's not normal to, to be feeling that way. It's actually, there is a hormonal imbalance, but I like, and I try to help them understand this, but I'd love your take on this because this is so important. Like there is definitely an imbalance
1: as to why you're feeling all these really harsh symptoms. Yeah. A hormone imbalance Our hormones don't just go out of whack on their own. There is an underlying cause, AKA your gut, AKA your nutrition and alcohol that you're consuming, that you have consumed. Also beware of birth control, birth control. They don't tell you when you're 16 at the doctor, this is going to wreak havoc on your endocrine system. So there's those parts of it. And also like a period when everything is balanced and good, you shouldn't even really know it's happening having PMS symptoms, like hardcore PMS symptoms, not normal. Having a heavy period, not normal. Lots of blood clots, not normal. Irregular, meaning the cycle is not the same amount of days always, not normal. Um, It's common, but it's not normal. And the more I fix that through proper nutrition and of course, weight training.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that because I just think that that's something that I not enough women are aware of. Like it is their their idea of normal is actually not normal. Um, it's yes, it's a commonality when we can we can definitely package that together, and that may be true for them, but that is not what it should be. And if you go to anyone that works specifically in that field, that they'll tell you the same thing. Um, so I, I love that you've kind of touched on that because I think that so many people could get so much help from yourself. Um, and others just, just by kind of creating a better normal for them.
1: Yes. And actually during our period, our hormones are most like men's. So progesterone progesterone and estrogen are low. And so we actually are able to lift heavier to handle more, but society will say, you're on your period and you need to rest. No, like go lift heavy. Exactly.
0: I love that. I love that. So um, I want to kind of give everybody the chance to find you and make sure they know where they can reach you if they need. So please just plug in everything that you got right here, um, Instagram website, whatever you can share with everybody.
1: Um, Instagram is definitely the best way to reach me at glow up with C-L-A-U-D-E. Um, and then I also have a website which is www.glowupwithclode.com. Awesome.
0: Great. And if you have no idea, you just didn't follow along with that, please just go to my followers or who I follow and you'll find her through there. Um, And you'll also uh, see where this is going to be posted up on our Instagram, on YouTube, and you can always uh, listen back to this, share this with as many people as you can. If anyone found this interesting or helpful, please pay it forward. Um, send it to especially your friends that struggle with maybe that time of the month maybe you have someone that's just become a mom or is becoming a mom um, they can reach out to you or they can even just like re-listen to this and try and get as much helpful content as they can but uh claude thank you so much for for spending time with me today i appreciate it and i would definitely have you on again so we can talk more about everything that we've just kind of touched on today
1: yay thank you snaz for having me all right see you in the next one guys bye everybody
0: Get up, edit up. Bankroll.